question, how do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, educator, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Hey, healthy runners, what can I help you with during these uncertain times? What problems are you facing right now with COVID-19 all around us, and you're trying to stay active and trying to stay healthy? So this was actually an impromptu episode in which I did a live training within our Healthy Runner Facebook group and answered some common questions that many of you are facing, and I thought it would be good to share it within the podcast, because I'm sure so many of you have questions just like this. So a few of the questions that we're going to address in this episode are, if we're federally quarantined, can we still run outside? If our target race is canceled or postponed, should we continue our training plan or hold off and pick up at a later date? Since gyms are closed and you can't take spin class or other classes, can you run more at this time? And is that asking for trouble? And then lastly, we addressed if you're transitioning from running on a treadmill to outside running and you're starting to feel it, is there something you can do to strengthen your leg muscles? So I hope these common questions help you as we navigate these uncharted waters together. So here's the episode from the live training that we did in the Healthy Runner Facebook group. If you have any questions that I can help out with in any way, head over to our Facebook group and comment on that live training, and I'd be happy to answer your questions. So stay active, stay healthy, especially during these difficult times, and just keep running because we all need to at this time. Here's the episode, guys. Hey, everyone. Good evening. It is Monday night, so it's time for Monday Night Spark. So today is definitely a different uh, Monday Night Spark that I had planned uh, for you. This is a little change in content. I can't believe uh, how much has occurred since we met last week, uh, right at this time, we were actually talking about what prehab is and we were doing our normal kind of educational type post. Um, but with everything that's gone on in the world this week, I would be remiss to not address uh, the elephant in the room and really wanted to jump on here tonight to really kind of reflect a little bit on what's gone on this past week, as well as find out and figure out from you and really get some feedback from you on how I can help you all um, during these uncertain times. So, you know, obviously we have this uh, national emergency going on right now, and this is something like we've never lived through before. So everyone is adjusting um, their lives. Our schedules look much, much different. My day uh, today was about five hours on Zoom meetings, um, because those of you that don't know, I do uh, teach at a university. So we had kind of all of our meetings to really change our curriculum um, for our students um, starting next week. So they're going to be coming back to kind of a new curriculum. And we had all of our meetings um, today. And there's going to be a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, luckily, that I've been getting pretty familiar on getting on video with you guys. So I will be able to do that now for my students and deliver that content. But, you know, it's been a 
crazy whirlwind um, every day, like I'm sure all of you. Um, things are changing rapidly and our life and our schedules and everything is rapidly changing. So I guess, um, you know, first thing is, you know, first and foremost, everyone be safe out there. Um, follow all the guidelines that you're hearing about in terms of social distancing, um, proper hand washing and not touching your face, right? And trying to really wash everything, disinfect surfaces, um, because we really don't know a lot of this virus and exactly how it's going to impact all of us. So I really just encourage everyone to, you know, practice safe practices. And I think more of that information is getting out there now and people are abiding by um, those rules. So I, I, I guess I really want to open this up for you guys to ask any questions you have. I am not the uh, coronavirus expert. Um, by any means, but I do want to acknowledge you guys for, thank you for jumping on here. Amber's on, George, good to see you, bud. Um, Amanda, good to see you as well. Lisa, Sundar, uh, Katrina, um, thank you for jumping on here, guys. I appreciate it. Melanie, thank you so much for jumping on. Um, but how can we kind of deal and cope um, with all of this? And our specialty here is running. So, how are we going to manage our running routines and get some normalcy in our schedules? I know for me, last week, um, with everything that was rapidly changing every day, my kind of home base was at that time working out um, and then going for my runs. So I think we can't understate, obviously there's a lot more important things going on right now, but somehow how are we gonna maintain our sanity, right? How are we gonna get that mental release that we get through exercise, through running. Um, how can we do that in a new, new way than you were probably doing it last week or the week before? Um, so those are the things I really wanna kind of talk about either on tonight's live or honestly on how I can help you moving forward because I had some planned content for these next couple of weeks, but I wanna be able to pivot and serve you guys and see what exactly you are looking for at this time of need. And I'd be happy to put out um, as much free content as possible um, that we can really help our running community because I think we do need to keep running and you know, for our mental health and obviously for a physical standpoint as well. So Crystal, thank you so much for jumping on. Cameron, so good to see you. Thank you for jumping on. Um, and then just, you know, honestly, just reflecting on you know, all of us found out this within one week, pretty much those of you that were running the New York um, half um, found out that was rescheduled. Obviously, you guys running Boston, like Cameron, uh, found out that that's postponed. And then all of us in our little spark training group um, found out about Cheshire today. Um, but the good thing is that, you know, these are just races and they will be rescheduled. So there's, you know, another day um, we will be able to run those events that we love so much. So that's the important thing. Um, but how are we going to kind of manage at this time right now and be able to get those runs in um, that we need to get in? So please, guys, ask me, those of you who are here on the live, Jolene, so good to see you. Thank you so much for jumping on. Um, I hope you're doing well and staying safe. And what questions do you guys have for me or what questions do you have now that your routines are going to be different, that you're not going to be going to the gym 
um, or maybe if you're running on the treadmill, you don't have access to that now, or are you having any questions regarding your training and how you can do that at home if you haven't been doing any exercise at home? So this is gonna be new for you. Um, so let me know in the comment box below, but I will get to two questions that were and, um, asked before. So Susan um, asked earlier when I put, that, put out the post for tonight, um, if we are federally quarantined, can we still run outside? Um, so right now we're not quarantined, right? So we're doing social distancing. Not yet do we have like a quarantine around each of our towns right now, as of this moment. I feel like I need to like preface that with as of March 16th um, at the time of this recording, um, we are not. So right now it is safe to go outside as long as you're maintaining those um, social distances. So maintaining that six foot kind of perimeter around you and, you know, going outside is actually a good thing. So getting that exercise in will actually help your immune system right now. So, you know, God forbid um, we do come down with this virus, then the stronger our immune systems are, then hopefully we will either not have as much side effects or be able to fight the virus because the exercise we've been doing and the training we've been doing these past couple of weeks, months, years um, will help our bodies. Um, be able to fight off the virus. So it is actually encouraged for you to be getting exercise in. So I hope that answers your question, Susan, that it is safe to go outside as long as you're not high-fiving people. And I um, dropped an article um, that uh, Melanie actually within our group shared um, the other day. And I thought that was helpful um, talking about guidelines running outside, just keeping your distance um, as well as you know, making sure you're not touching surfaces if you're crossing a lot of streets and you're clicking, you know, the um, traffic um, signals, then make sure you're not kind of touching those with your hands, uh, maybe using gloves, using your shirt um, to hit those because you don't know who hit them before you. So just think about that because we do, we are starting to hear more of these studies that are coming out that the virus can live up to 24 hours was the latest thing I heard today. Obviously this is evolving um, on hard surfaces. So keep that in mind. You don't know who touched whatever you're touching or whatever pole that you're going to hold and stretch um, during your run. Today, um, it was actually nice. So I'm trying to think about like the positives in this, right? And trying to keep like the glass half full um, and try to think about what opportunities we have. And there were a couple things that I know people had posted actually within the group um, was that people seem to be a little bit nicer now, right? So getting out there, Today was actually a very nice day, and it was nice. After all my meetings, we actually, as a family, went out to the trail in Cheshire, and we haven't done that together, I would say, in probably, I don't know, four or five years. Um, so the girls had their bikes. My wife and I went for a nice little run, but everyone on the trail was very friendly. We're all, like, saying hi, waving to each other, keeping our distances. Um, so I think that's kind of one positive thing out of there. And, you know, that's what I saw today on the trail is everyone was maintaining their safety and being able to run, get some exercise in, and the vitamin D was good with the sun shining on you. So I would encourage you guys to get outside as much as possible. For those of you who haven't gotten outside, let's say you really don't like running in the winter um, and you're more of a treadmill runner um, or with work-wise, if you couldn't go out because it was dark, then I would highly encourage you to go out during the day, um, especially if your work schedule has changed and varied now. Um, because I think we all need that exercise. As I mentioned before, um, the benefits of exercise are just, you know, too, too great. Um, so Crystal says that um, she doesn't want to train 
and continue, but what are, are your thoughts about the plan? Um, so Crystal, you're talking about the half uh, marathon training plan. So I would definitely recommend that you continue um, with the plan. So eventually we will eventually be able to run um, a half distance. And I know those of you who are in the Spark training plan, my plan is to actually run that event um, that weekend, um, keeping our safe distances and maybe even running the course. Obviously, well, depending upon that day, if there's a lot of people running it, um, then we might need to be careful because I have a feeling some people might have the same idea. Um, but we can still train and build up. Um, you know, it, it's all in the training, right? So, and this is with any race, right? So we're going to have some races that we're disappointed and we've all been there before, but it's really the training that it's all about. It's getting your yourself healthier, you know, putting your body through all those miles. The race is just the performance, right? So yes, it is nice to get the medal, right? And it's nice to feel that sense of um, gratitude. But I think for those of us in the training plan, Crystal, I think, you know, if our goal still stays the same. And then, you know, we do a virtual race, um, so to speak, and we've kind of hit our mark. So at least our bodies are in shape and be able to run a half marathon. And then when it gets rescheduled and we eventually do it, we will be able to, you know, toe the line when it's safe and be able to run that race. Um, so Lori, thank you so much for jumping on here. Hey, Clay, Coach Clay is on here. Thank you so much, Clay, for jumping on. Unfortunately, um, no no pool today, right? Um, Jen, so good to see you. Thank you for jumping on. Keith's on. Yeah, so Lori, family bonding time, I agree. We actually just did. Um, we actually, another thing we haven't done in a really long time, but um, is watch the family movie. So again, guys, just thinking about the glass half full and trying to think about these opportunities. I know our schedules are super, super busy, my wife and I. Um, we pretty much are like two full-time working two job parents and you know our girls are very busy with their activities so it's actually nice to get some little downtime to spend some time together so i would encourage you guys to kind of look at it like that don't panic right so you know that was kind of my post earlier is to let's not panic let's try to like think about the positives of that this will bring and think about you know from a runner perspective maybe you know if we have time to actually dedicate to training now and maybe even making our body stronger. So then when you are able to run those races, eventually you'll actually be more fit and you'll be more trained and ready to run and maybe keep yourselves from having any injuries, right? So that's our whole goal here. And thank you so much for jumping on Sundar. Good to see you. Um, so Sundar says, if the target race is canceled or postponed, should we continue our training or hold off and pick it up later? Yeah, so Sundar, so good question. We kind of, um, address that, I believe, with Crystal's question, you know, my recommendation would be to, if it's not a stretch run, so for like you, Sundar, like I know you've run multiple marathons before, for you, it's not going to be a stretch, right? You're, you're kind of stretched out as it is um, to run a half or even, you know, if you're, if you're running the full, if that was your goal target race um, for the spring, I'm not sure if it was, or if you were waiting again until Hartford, but if that's your target goal, I probably wouldn't, you know, go ahead and do your 20 you know, get up to the 20 range, but you could stay somewhat stretched out and have a good base training. You know, I might not go as hard with like the speed work um, and those super long runs, but if you were planning on running a half Sundar, I don't see why, you know, it wouldn't be, 
you know, out of this realm to kind of continue your training that you've been doing, unless it was like a, a really advanced training program for you where you're doing some killer, you know, speed work sessions that you haven't done in the past. I know you're a big fan of the walk run method. So unless you were really like taking your body to levels of training that it has never been to before, um, I think it's, you know, completely safe for you to continue the training program that you're doing. Um, just, you know, keep in mind if it is something that is beyond that base level of training and just getting the miles, like those weekly miles under your legs, like if you're doing 30, you know, or high 20s or anywhere in the 30s per week, just think about, you know, certain weeks, taking some recovery weeks and kind of bouncing back because that will be important, right? So eventually when we all are able to race again, we just want to make sure we don't stay at this high level of training and just continue at that high level of training throughout because that is definitely going to set yourself up for injuries. And that really goes to like our fifth tip of healthy running, right? So we talked about like training smart with proper progression. And that's, that's kind of what I was alluding to in that live that we had done probably about like five or six weeks ago now, but it will be dropped on the Healthy Runner podcast next week. Um, so that episode will actually drop next week about training. So hopefully that answers your question. Tanya, thank you so much for jumping on here. Um, and how are you? Uh, Morgan, thank you so much for joining. We missed you. Um, hopefully we'll see you again soon. James, thanks for so much for jumping on here. So yeah, Clay says no pool. Um, so it's Monday night is uh his for a bit so yeah thinking about the glass half full right clay we have to at times like this things are stressful our schedules are getting changed um you know work hours are getting changed i know it's a very high anxiety time for us all so again more the reason to get out there and run and get some exercise i know uh miss irene bosco talked about us um about three weeks ago on our monday night spark about serotonin release um, with exercise, with running. So just think about that from a um, chemical standpoint, neurotransmitter st standpoint for our brains to kind of keep some of that mental sanity here. Um, eat immune boosting foods, and says, yes, and so thank you. Definitely um, try to build up our immune system. So from an exercise perspective, then also from a nutrition standpoint, right? So making sure we're getting all of our vitamins, and I'm not talking about just supplementation, I'm talking about just eating real foods, right? So kind of going back to the basics, having some water and, you know, doing your leafy green vegetables, right? And doing your vegetables and fruits and, you know, things that are kind of very colorful and have a lot of nutrients in it um, and vitamins. So adding in that, making sure you are getting proper nutrition will be important that we're not just like, you know, as we're, in our houses all day, just eating junk food. Uh, James, how are you? Um, yeah, so uh, Coach Clay uh, chimes in about Sundar. Sundar, keep running. Keep it up. Um, and says she's going to use her time to food prep and lose a few pounds better for my running knees. There you go, Ann. So thinking about that glass half full, um, get that food prep in. And I know I was hearing a lot of people just, you know, coping wise, just cooking, right? So people enjoy cooking. Maybe you don't have time to cook, right? So now you have a little extra time. You can use that to cook some nice, healthy, nutritious meals. Chris, what's up, man? Thanks for jumping on here. Linda, thank you so much for jumping on. Good to see you. Great run you had on Sunday. And Tara, so good to see you as well. Uh, thanks for jumping on here. So we had another question earlier that I do want to address. So Sherry says, since the gym is closed and I can't take spin or other classes, um, can I run more? Is that asking for trouble? 
So Sherry, this answer is going to be very similar to Sunder's answer. Sorry, guys, got to get some water in. Um, is it depends upon your level of training. So for example, I know for a fact that you did run over double digits last week. So what you want to think about is just not going extreme. So don't substitute every spinning class that you were doing with a run because you have to remember that those activities are different, right? So running is weight-bearing activity. You're loading the body. You're loading the joints. Your muscles are functioning differently than they did in spinning. And that's why spinning was so great for you because it was actually a great cross-training activity to kind of switch it up, allow your joints a little bit of rest from the pounding. So just keep that in mind that you can run a little bit more, but again, you don't want to do more than that like 10% rule increase per week in terms of volume. So total volume or total workload, you don't want to think more than 10%. So depending upon how many miles you ran last week, think about just increasing that about you know 10% um, this week. So don't substitute your full spinning class time that you would have been at the gym. Substitute that with training in order to run, right? So that kind of really brings me guys. And I, I do want some feedback from you guys is what do you want to see? Like what, how can I help you guys these next couple of weeks as we're trying to manage and get through this high stressful time? And if you, if you're not sure right now, or you don't have any comments right now, those of you who are watching the replay, just type in hashtag team replay and then ask or ask, you know, or request like a question you have, like, like I said before, our schedules are going to be different. You're not going to your classes. You're not going to the gym um, if you're a gym goer. So are you looking for like things you could do at home? Um, I don't know. Like I want to, I don't want to just like guess and assume and put out content that you're really not interested in because I want to try to honestly use this time. Like we're going through a crisis here. So I want to use my time wisely and your time and be able to produce something that could actually like benefit you. So let me know what you want to learn, what you want to do. Is it um, specific like workout programs you can do at home? Is it more programming? Like, would you like to see like a workout, like a weekly workout where I put like list the exercises and say like how many reps and sets you should do in like an Excel spreadsheet form? Or do you want me to just kind of put together like this is strength training exercises you can do in your home and I can give you five exercises that you can do or this is stretching exercises you can do at home or do you want like more of a comprehensive program? I don't know what you guys want. So I guess, obviously, you know, I've put out a lot of content before, usually tailored around a specific um, injury. So if it was Achilles pain, we've done that. Hamstring pain, IT band syndrome, we've done that. And I've given you the exercises. And then last week we talked about prehab and I shared a couple of prehab exercises for you. But what do you want at this time of need? Let me know in the comment box. Um, and if you can't really think about it right now, then definitely think about it and be like, okay, I'm not doing this now. What do I need help with? And if I'm not the expert to help you out, I will find someone who is. Um, and we can kind of collaborate and honestly put some content together for you because I want you guys to, you know, think about this time to number one, keep running because it is safe for us to run outside. And then number two is when everything goes back to normal, because it will eventually, right? We just don't know when that is, but that's the little uncertainty we have, right? Which can create some anxiety for us. But 
obviously I, I'm a little anxious too and I'm a very structured person. So I like, I'm a planner. So this has definitely been a little stressful for me as well. And just like it is for all of you, I'm just being honest with you guys. And, you know, thinking about this time period of, again, maximizing and how I got some family time in today that I usually don't get in during the week at all. Um, how can we maybe get healthier and stronger as runners or, you know, be able to dedicate time to making our running better from a performance aspect, from a prevention prehab standpoint, right? So maybe every year you get injuries and you get knee pain or you get Achilles pain, you get foot pain, plantar fasciitis, right? Make this the year that you don't. Um, I was talking with uh, one of our Spark Trading members yesterday, Katrina, and she was like just so happy because, you know, her goal, she's never run a race where she wasn't in pain. So that was her goal this year and she's been doing great with the training and hasn't had pain. So like that is like gold for me to hear. Like I love hearing that. Like I want to help you guys, our healthy runner community, be able to run without feeling pain and thinking it's normal to just be in pain. So that's my goal. So if that's your goal and that's what you want to accomplish, like let me know what you would like. So Melanie says she's just getting back to running after back surgery 10 months ago. Doing okay on the treadmill, but tried outside last week. Um, didn't go too good. Can get past 60 second run without pain um, in less dominant leg. So nerve loss, lower back, halfway down the leg. Um, so Melanie's referring to like when you have a pinched nerve in your back, either due to a disc herniation or sometimes you can have degenerative changes like an osteophyte around that nerve root and that pinches the nerve. And then you can get some weakness on the muscles that are supplied by that nerve um, lower down the leg. So is there something you can do to strengthen the leg muscles to actually engage them? Yes. So Melanie, to answer your question, there is definitely lots of things you could do. Um, in your situation, um, because I've seen many patients um, like yourself in that situation, is you, you want to find the weakness. So you want to find out what muscles are weak um, if you don't know. If you know the muscles that are weak, then absolutely, there's definitely exercises. So first thing, Melanie, I would um, refer you to the Spark Your Training YouTube channel. And if there is a particular muscle that you know is weak, drop it in the comment box. I'll shoot you a video or two um, on my channel. But if you go to my YouTube channel, you will actually see playlist. Go to playlist. You will see a playlist for hip exercises. You'll see a playlist for knee exercises. You'll see a playlist for ankle exercises. So if it is calf weakness because you had the S1 nerve root that was being impinged by the L5 S1 disc, then, or L4, L5 disc, I should say, that was impinging your S1 nerve root and you had weakness in your calf muscles, you'll find that. If you have weakness in the glutes, you'll find it in the hip exercises. So hopefully um, that can be helpful for you. Um, so Melanie also says that she wants to point uh, to exercise for Achilles and that is where the majority of her compensations is occurring. Um, okay, yes, so good. Melanie, I'll definitely drop you. Achilles is easy, right? Calf raises. Sorry, guys. Um, voice is a little dry today. And so I think it might be a little bit of the allergies as I was running outside. Um, so I'm getting a little scratchy. And so Achilles, yes, Melanie, I could definitely help you with that. So Jennifer says, hey, Jennifer, how are you? Um, she's been cycling at the gym instead of running one day of my half uh, training to get into cardio. Didn't know what to do to get that extra day of cardio in without pounding the pavement. 
She'd been cycling in the gym instead of running one day of her half training. Okay. So yeah, so you were doing actually good to do some cross training. Unfortunately, right now you're not going to be able to unless you have a road bike and you could perhaps take that to a paved pathway like the um, the canal line in Cheshire or I know there's a bunch, there's one in Wallingford. Um, so if you have an outdoor bike, then that can certainly be an option. Um, but if not, I would just use that 10% rule, Jennifer, and just get in a little bit more of that cardio or just maybe do some circuiting right? So do some kind of circuiting of exercises, strength exercises, which will get your heart rate up, increase your metabolism, and be able to still get some cardio in while you are strength training. So I'm a big fan of the superset. Um, that's what I do usually in my workout. So usually I will superset the upper body exercise with the lower body exercise. So give that a try, Jen. Let me know if um, that helps out. Amy, so good to see you. Thanks for joining. Brian, what's up? Thanks for jumping on here. I appreciate that. And Emily, thank you so much for joining in. So guys, I do actually, this was actually a little bit uh, longer than I planned on speaking tonight because I didn't know what we were going to really talk about. I felt like I needed to address the elephant in the room, um, but I do actually have a training. I need to jump on at 8.30, so more Zoom uh, trainings. So thank you so much for those of you that jumped on here on the live. Um, hit the like, hit the love button. If anything I said resonated with you, it will just help maybe more people in this group find this video and think about it let me know in the comment box on what you would like to learn and take advantage maybe with the extra time you have these next couple of weeks thank you guys thanks for all those little hearts and little thumbs up i appreciate that that's awesome um it's kind of cool when you see that um come through so i appreciate you guys um i think we're gonna get through this together right guys this is uh difficult times for everyone involved but we're gonna do it together and we will be stronger in the long run um, pun intended there, right? Uh, for doing it together. So thank you so much for those of you that jumped on live. I do got to jump on this other call right now and hopefully I'll see you soon and, and be a little bit more energetic. I know it's kind of like a little down atmosphere. I promise like my goal this point moving forward, now that we've talked about it, now that we addressed it, and hopefully you let me know what you want to learn. I'm going to try to give you guys a little reprieve from all the news because I think we're getting like overloaded and it can affect us. So I'm going to try to be as motivating as possible in our next video that I do see you and try to just like take your minds away from everything else you're hearing about in the world right now. And maybe this could be like our little outlet or running outlet and just kind of talk all things running, all things training, how we're going to be healthy as a runner. All right, guys. So stay active, stay healthy especially during this time right now, follow all the guidelines and um, just keep running. We have to, honestly, now more than ever. All right, thank you guys so much for jumping on here. Hope everyone has a good night and a safe week. I'll talk to you next Monday night, 8 p.m. We're going live, hopefully for a topic that you wanted to hear about. All right, guys, take care, bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you and I hope you got a lot of value out of it and I hope that becoming a healthy runner is as exciting for you as it is for me. I hope you can see that this podcast can not only benefit your running, but your overall health as well. If I said anything in this episode that resonated with you, then jump over to our free Facebook group called Healthy Runner. I give live trainings in there every single week to the hundreds of members and answer questions directly in there. And I absolutely love hearing your takeaways and your wins from this show. More on the show at sparkyourtraining.com for our latest articles, resources, and specific exercise videos I mentioned in the show. 
You can also head over to any of our social media accounts at Spark Your Training, where I include lots of free content for all the ideas we talked about in the episode. If you have learned anything from this podcast, I would really, really greatly appreciate if you headed over to iTunes and rated and reviewed the show, as well as pass it along to your runner friends so they can have the same ideas and tools that you have. If you have any questions, suggestions, and show ideas, the best way to reach out is through your favorite social media platform. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. So now it's time to strap in and get ready for the next episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast.